Welcome to this week's album, a book club but with music. Every Wednesday during a discussion that is streamed live on Twitch and YouTube, we discuss this week's album before then picking the album for the following week. Enjoy our discussion on this week's album. If you're listening on Spotify, you can listen to our Spotify exclusive episodes where you can hear some of the songs we discuss. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for this week's shit show. This week's shit show. All right, so let's do it. All right. Welcome to this week's album. My name is Greg, and joining me today are Piggy and Jake. Gentlemen, how are we? Good, good. Son of a bitch, it's nice to hear you do the opening again. Uh, is it done? I don't like it. <laughs> no, <it's> just, <laughs> I know, I need, I need to lighten up by now. <laughs> How's everybody's Paddy's Day? Good, good. You guys' is? Uneventful. I see Jake at least is celebrating. What are you drinking there, Jake? Uh, I am drinking a Great Lakes Brewing Company Conway's Irish Ale, along with possibly the greatest Irish whiskey ever made, a Teeling Small Batch. Nice, I do like Teeling's. Come here, that uh, Irish Ale, is that a red ale or what is it? Uh, yeah, it's a red ale. Of course, it of course. Six and a half percent, it looks like. Nice, I've seen those quite low on IBUs anyway, so Piggy does like it, it not a very bitter beer anyways. Piggy doesn't like bitter beers. I think he's bitter enough as it is. He doesn't need more of it in his life. Exactly, Jake. Right, so now, now that we've got that out of the way, this week's album is The Talkies by Girl Band. Piggy, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you hate your life right now? Six. Oh, six? That's... Because I'm drinking. That's... Okay. <laughs> I thought you would have hated, hated your life a lot more. But I didn't listen to the whole thing, so yeah, I can say it's a solid six. Nice. I mean, I'm... I'm surprised that's the question you went with, Greg. I thought you'd ask him if you would rather listen to this or Ween again. <laughs> well, I was going to ask that in a moment, and actually, even before we carry on, right? So, this is our first official um, stream with myself as the host again in like in the last six weeks. So, for all those in the Twitch stream, thanks for joining us. This is this week's album. It's a book club over music. And for those in the podcast, cheers for joining us. <laughs> um, so, now that we've done that, who wants to discuss the album first? Will I go first? Will Piggy, Jake? Who wants to go? Piggy, why don't you just why don't you just drop the hatchet? Really, oh, I have first. nothing to discuss. Like it was awful. So like, unless you have any questions on that, that's all look, I can really say. Look, look, actually, right then I'll go first a bit more and just I I'll follow up on what I said last week, right? So last week I said, look, I had I never really had any intentions of picking this album for the podcast. Because I just knew it wasn't very, I think, maybe user-friendly is probably the word to use. Um, yeah, that's a good way to put that. Yeah, and it's it's a band that I'm a big fan of. But I just knew Piggy would hate it and it could be quite, yeah, it's not user-friendly. So, But anyways, after my few weeks off. I, I felt like right now is probably the only time that I could truly feel like I could pick this album because it's, it's an album that I've been listening to a lot well actually not that the album's been uh, the band I've been listening to a lot recently I was never really a big fan of this album actually this album is one of their newest ones and I, I used to kind of um, bypass this album to go for the first album which is fantastic um, but anyways after listening to it this week I, I regret bypassing it a lot 
Um, it's a lot better than I remember it being. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I regret putting, like, I regret mentioning it. I was like, man, thank God, no, sorry, go on. No, no, big fan of the band. Um, <laughs> big fan of the band. But, like, look, the reason I picked this album is because I, I meant, like, first of all, we had to pick an Irish album, right? And I felt like it's easy to pick people like the Dubliners and stuff like that when it comes to Paddy's Day. And it's easy to pick, again, other bands I like that are more user-friendly, like the Eskies. But in this instance, I said, you know what? I'm going to go with a band that I'm a big fan of that would be quite... What's the word? Uh, split opinions. Anyways. Divisive. Divisive, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Divisive. Yeah. So anyway. That's the word you're looking for. That's a... Yeah. So Divisive is good too, though, if you want to stick with that. <laughs> that's a hell of a way to put that, too. That's accurate, which is saying something. We're usually not all divided three ways on something. Usually some of us agree with the others. And look, as well, I mentioned there last week that um, this album... One of the reasons I like this a lot, or sorry, I won't say this album, this band, one of the reasons I like this band a lot is because similar enough to that album that you picked before, Piggy by XXX Tentacion, you picked that for me because you said you could see me relating to it when I was having me dark days or whatever. Where with this band, this is a lot of where my head would go to when I'm having me dark days or whatever to listen to this type of music, you know? And one of the reasons for that is because the music itself it's like it's rock music it's what I like where XXX and Tashion is not the kind of music I like you know but in addition <laughs> to that though what I really like about this band is they in my opinion P, I know you're going to have very different opinions right so in my opinion they they are geniuses when it comes to the sound production the sound production is one of the reasons why I was telling you to listen with my headphones on because I just think it sounds absolutely fantastic Um a mixture of the noises they make with their instruments but also how they make a sound through each headphone they do a great job at, as jake would say to uh to inflict emotions uh, just by the, the the sounds you know um, and that's one of the reasons i like them and in addition to that though when i listen to it it's usually a case that i just kind of want to just do essentially what the singer is doing just scream you know uh, so I'll, I'll put this music on just listen to him screaming me walking around just listen to that or lying down whatever but just on my own listen to that music and enjoying it same when I go to their gigs actually when they play that at the gigs it's incredible um, you paid to see them did you? <laughs> I did I did uh, but yeah so I think Jake we dis- we were discussing the genre last week where you were saying it's mm-hmm. post-punk and I was saying it's probably closer to noise rock so yeah, I'm, it definitely is. Yeah. yeah. So noise rock is probably what's considered. Um so that that's that's why I picked this album, right? Um yeah. or actually that's why I picked this band. Now, here's why I picked this album. The reason I picked this album over the first album, which the first album I love. But the Wait, what was I, your first album? You never told us no, what the, your no, other no, album. No, the first band is the same band. It's just Oh, oh it's, it's a different album. Holden Hires with Jamie. Oh, but, okay. This album I picked because here's a little fact for you here, guys. Right? I think it was the Irish Times, or it could be the Independent. But actually, let me show you this here. I'm gonna draw this out for you, right? It's make sure because I want to prove it is, and so I don't say the wrong name. Um, 
So while you're looking that up, I kind of want to touch on what you said about it being noise rock, which is completely right. That is the broader genre I would fit these guys into. They don't really feel post-punk to me. They really, the only punk semblance I get is that singer's voice and then the the drummer's pulsating, but still semi-erratic beat patterns that he follows feel very punk. Um I kind of feel like this almost sounds like if grunge music had taken a shit ton of methamphetamines and like just went to town. Like if somebody gave Kurt Cobain way too much meth one night. But remember that's what I said last week. A friend of mine flats introduced me to this band a few years ago. And mm. when I first heard it, I thought they were like from is it San Francisco? From Seattle. Uh, Seattle. Seattle, I thought, yeah. Yep. I thought they were from Seattle. I didn't think they were an Irish band. I thought they were from yeah, Seattle. Yeah, I was very, very, very confused when you were saying that because I'd never heard of these guys. And I love the punk scene. Like I've got punk vinyl, punk albums, punk seven inches, like which for people I don't mean like a dick in the jar. I mean like a seven inch single album. Like I I've got all kinds of punk shit. Like it molded me through my college years and this is not punk music. It, this is definitely noise rock oh, or something yeah. closer to grunge. Yeah. Okay. Now, what were you what were you talking about? Right. So, Piggy, can you see my screen? Oh God, I saw this. I knew this was gonna piss Piggy oh, off so bad. Yeah. So, this is the Irish Times. This was released in July eleventh, twenty twenty. So, less than a year ago, right? Fifty best Irish albums of all time. Where do you think mm-hmm. this album featured on this list, Piggy? Yeah. Number, number, one. Gonna... number one. Number one. Correct. It is number that's, one. That's what I put it. That's <laughs> the, and I, okay. Uh, I can understand why. Here's the thing about the Irish punk scene for people outside of Ireland that don't really. You know, the exposure of Irish punk outside of your little island is not very big. And the scene is very deconstructed but but makes sense it's like it's like some fucking fancy chef took some major awesome dish and broke it down into all its components and then shoved it in your mouth it's still good but it's so jarring and it's so rattling to your senses that it's hard to wanted to do but yeah that's what punk music does and that's what noise rock does but yeah it, it this is a this is a rattling album to your head. Um, it was hard for me to make as as the guy that you guys usually ask for actual like technical musical notes. Like it was hard for me in, with this album to do that. Um, but that that's 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 interesting. But anyway, I'll let you get back to you, you talking about it, and then I'll tell you guys. No, all no I just wanted to point out that this was listed as the. Uh, this was this is number one is the fifty best Irish albums of all time, and I wanted to hear you your, your, your feedbacks on that. How does that make you feel, Piggy? How does that make you feel? Uh, that uh, that didn't come soon enough. Could you scroll up for a second to the picture of them again? Shut up, Piggy. Piggy's no, don't worry. This isn't, gonna, this isn't going to be me. No, 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 no. Hang on. This isn't going to be me. This isn't going to be me. I just want to see the picture again, Greg. When you get a second. Yeah, there. That fella on the furthest right to us. He looks like the dude out of Falls Arms and Hogs, doesn't he? The Irish comedy band it looks like they just slot him in there. <laughs> it doesn't he? Uh, yeah, it's just a little comedy band. We have the uh, image of him. Look up that in your own time. Another so, not um, a hated. So I would be very interested to know: what, is this all time? This is all time, right? All time, the fans. Yeah. All time. What's number two? I think. Yeah. Is it Luke Kelly? No, no, it's you two. Had to be. 
Oh, God. I always forget you two smiling. Why won't you fucking disown those bastards at this point? They're terrible. Horrible music. Like, to be honest, um, I thought it would have been listed number one, but when I see I thought Luke... Were... Really? With all the old classic rock that you guys have coming out of your country, like, it's Where's some of the really Moore? good shit. <laughs> yeah, like, Christy Moore... If he's not in top ten, like, that's why I don't respect this already. Like... See, he's not in the list at all, Piggy, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's but more Piggy... to me, Greg. Where's, but... where's Finbar Fury? But look, ah, he's not on the list. Let me read what they say. So they say here, yes, we have given the top spot to a record that is less than a year old, made by musicians who seem actively hostile to such jaded concepts as melodies and decipherable lyrics. And yes, after the many recent conversations about lack of diversity in Irish music, we have plumbed for four pasty-faced boys with asymmetrical fringes. Gender imbalance in Irish rock is, however, and alas, a conversation beyond the scope of this piece. One thing that is impossible to deny is the wit, fearlessness and ferocity of the talkies, a project that dismantles the idea of what pop should be and rebuilds it from the ground up, drawing on a sojourn in a creepy house in County Leash and rec- recorded in the shadow of singer Derek Lee's mental health experiences in a spell by New Baroque, a brutal mesmerising tour de force. At our present fraught moment in history, moreover, girl bands, dystopian contours tap into the dread with which we were all wrestling. Besides, what is the point of making lists such as these if not to take risks? Which is why we're proud to nail our reputations to the mass and stand by, stand behind Girlband and the Talkies. It is a stormy, unnerving masterpiece. Which I agree with, that it is an unnerving masterpiece. That doesn't explain why Christy Moore is not in the list at all. My point or being is that they're, theory, they're yeah. taking risks with that that list. They're, they're just taking 50 for, risks though. Yeah, but no, they're not going for the no. safe. They're not going for the safe... Um, like U2 was a safe bet and they picked them second so they obviously did pick a bit of a safe stuff there but my point is like at the end of the day is Christy Moore really going to list in one of the best Irish albums of all time Piggy? let's be honest no let's be honest Greg and you name me a man or woman or anyone that will tell you that U2 is a top 10 Irish band at all and everyone's going to say no and they have to because well, hang but on, no, wait. Your, that makes no your, sense. Like, yeah, but I was, like, your... that was my answer too, Greg. But that makes no sense. Like, but it does. I, I, I went to school with a lot of people who loved you too. Well, as your non-Irish host here, um, a lot of the world does not know that you two is an Irish band. A lot of the world thinks you two is from the UK. No one likes you two over here. Yeah, but that's not their music. Pete. They don't like the band. They don't like the people. Yeah, they don't like Bono. You can't deny the man's skill. You can't deny the lyricism. You can't deny the talent of their of their instruments. It's a, it's him as a person they don't mm-hmm. like, which is hard to get past sometimes with music. But mm-hmm. there was there was that description is fair. That placement's not fair because I I saw you even scroll past. I think the Soak album we listened to not long ago, which was real or no way we listened to Salt not long ago, not yeah, Soak. Salt, we didn't pick Soak. But yeah, and, and even you'll admit this as much as you love Girl Band, as much as you love this album, that's not the position that album belongs in. It yeah. in the top in the top fifty, sure, it can go there for what it does for its genre and what right. it does. I hear to bring you, and yeah. I don't know if I agree with one, but I can see why they put it in number one. Sure, they're taking a risk, yeah. No, no, not just that. Like, when I listened to this album this week, in fairness, I was listening to it again, knowing that it was listed number one of the best albums of all time. So part of me was thinking, why would they put that there? But at the same time, part of why I like this band so much is why I think they picked it. So Mm -hmm. one of the reasons I love this band so much is 
again to repeat what I said earlier the emotions that they evoke from you right but when you listen to this album in particular the production is incredible and if I were to listen to you too I would be shocked if their production is anywhere near as good as this album now sure in fairness times have changed since you two last actually I don't even know when you two last released an album but for a small band of their size to make an album of this quality to me is incredible in the first place Um, but also I read some stuff today that I didn't know about the band which was Mm -hmm. just the recording process like they they, let me show you here Piggy actually let me go back to the, the screen share right so they have a song here uh, Flats actually pointed this out to me. Song number five. It's called Abophobia. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with that word, Piggy? Oh, it's the song I stopped listening on. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's all I can tell you about it. Abophobia, if you Google that, it's... Uh, Jake, are you familiar with that word? It's a palindrome that means the irrational feel of fear of palindromes. Exactly, it's so a- the irrational fear of palindromes. But it is a palindrome itself, right? Huh. And if you look at the lyrics, everything is a palindrome, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's not even the most impressive part for me. So, like, look at the lyrics here for that song. Um, Acrobats stab orcas. Do geese see God? Party they're just saying words. No, they are. But I said no, to you last they're week, making they're making palindromes. But I said to you last week as well, Piggy, that you're not really going to understand what they're saying, anyways. But what I learned about this song today is. And they were inspired by Twin Peaks, right? And they watched a scene in Twin Peaks where they found out that the scene was recorded in reverse and then played forward. So, like, your man learned how to say things backwards and then he said it backwards and then they played it normal. So what they did with this song was they played the song, listened to it backwards, then learned how to play it backwards... And then recorded them playing it backwards and then reversed that and put that on the album, which I thought was mental. Do you think these resemble Rick and Morty in any way of being like, <laughs> trying to, just trying to be edgy just for the sake of being edgy? Right. I feel that they are, they, they do things with tongue in cheek, but at the same time, I also feel that they're trying to be artsy, not edgy, but artsy as in, they're trying things for the sake of art and then again I also feel that they are trying to break the rules um, which probably is edgy for you but to me they're, they're trying to they're trying to go outside of what should be the normal rules for making music so that's why I uh, why I can see why the Irish Times put them as the number one best Irish album of all times because they have They've, they've read the rule book for making a good album and said, right, fuck that rule book. We're going to do it our way. And then they experimented and then they also took risks. So not only did Irish Times take risks, but the band took risks and it paid off, in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> Musically, you're, they you're did. entitled to your opinion. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 and punk, punk albums aren't for everybody. Even... even... Even the most beige of punk albums is not for everybody. And if you want to just blanket this and call it a punk album, even though it's not, this was never going to be for everybody. It just it's it is how it is. Um, 
but you're right. I mean, they took the musical concept of what they were supposed to be making and they turned it on their head. They innovated. Like they they took something and made it completely their own. Now, Irish punk music is known for doing that. It's known for being aggressive. It's known for trying to be out there. So that's that's kind of what they do. But these guys took it to a, a whole other fucking level. Like, um, but as well, so. like I, I read them saying in an interview that, like, when they first formed the band, I don't know if it was the same band or they had a different name. But when they first formed the band, they were like, one thing they were very conscious of was that a lot of Irish bands in the same music scene were all just essentially uh, rip off copycats of Radiohead, and they just wanted to be something different than that. So. What I learned, took away from that was that they were conscious of the fact that a lot of Irish bands weren't doing their own thing and they wanted to do their own thing. That's what I took away from that. And like I said at, at the start of the podcast and last week, when I first heard them, I thought they were an American band. So, And that says a lot for an Irish band, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Because usually with Irish bands, like, like I said, they all tend to be quite similar yeah they do uh, and you could have went very safe like you said and you know picked an irish band that sounds like every other irish band and everybody would have went oh it's saint patrick's day Ooh, irish music way yay but that's not the reason we do this for one and for two these people are the exact kind of people we were looking for now you not you weren't looking for because you knew these people you knew the music you knew who they were but it, it, this takes the book club concept and makes it real where it's not always going to be gold for everybody um and we're not always going to know them we're not always going to know how they do things but that doesn't mean it's it's not great and it doesn't well it's not great to you but that doesn't or not it's not great to piggy but that doesn't mean it's not you know they haven't done something special in their own right and in their own community and in their own genre and a, a great way to harken back to one from earlier, way, way earlier when we started, is the Beyonce album. And I remember saying, oh, it's just not for me. It, it's not made for me. It's not made for the time of my life that I'm at or the person that I am. And this might be a very similar situation. I have a note that made me chuckle here. It says, this really makes me feel like my reaction to the Christmas album we did two weeks after Christmas, that during another time or place in my life, this album may have hit a lot harder and sunk in a lot more. Mm. And I may have appreciated it a whole lot more in a different time in my life. And what was the album moment, we did? Sorry, Greg. What was the album we did after Christmas? Dolly Parton? Uh, ho- Dolly Parton, Holly Dolly Christmas. Yeah, I just want to make sure I was thinking the same one. And just on, to touch on what Jake said there, so like this is why I asked you, I pleaded with you last week, Piggy, to listen to this album and try to understand why I would like this album. Because I, I truly, like, I think Jake hit the nail on the head there about why I like this album so much. You guys know me very well. You know, like, how my head works. Can, can you understand why I would like this album so much? Yes, absolutely. Oh. Especially in the headspace you're in right now and with life just kind of deciding to, as you put earlier, take a swift foot up your ass. Um, yeah, I can totally understand why. Not even why now, you like even like you you see me in twenty eighteen, Jake. To touch on that again, like those times where like I don't know, my head was just all over the place, and you could see why I would listen to this. 
Yes. This makes you sound like you're so much worse than me because, like, from being a person that can kind of like, I like worked in the healthcare service, work with mentally ill patients, work with people with Alzheimer's. I can kind of understand, put myself in people's shoes. This is just noise in my head. This would make my anxiety ten times worse. For you, one hundred percent, yeah. But and I, for like ninety percent of people, yeah. so I just don't understand how well, you I, can listen I, to this because and benefit from it. Because, okay, okay. Well, to benefit from is a good point. Um, does this album make me feel a bit more anxious? Kind of, yes. And um, the, the, the way the, the, the sirens go from one headphone to the other, because I always listen to my headphones on, that in itself kind of just Lucky makes you. me... <laughs> that in itself kind of makes me feel a bit nauseated. But that's what I want, you know? Like, when I watch a horror film, I want to be scared. When I watch a comedy, I want to laugh. Where when I listen to this album, I know what emotions I want from it. But at the same time, when I listen to this band or album... My head is in the in the kind of place where listening to that makes me go, okay, I'm not the only person out there who feels this way. They, they I can hear that they feel this way too. And I, I'm not talking about like right now, I'm talking about how I mentioned this in an album a few months ago that there was this, I can't even remember what album it was, but I remember discussing how a certain album, oh, it was 21 Pilots actually, I was discussing how listening to them made me feel like okay I understand what's going on now because they're going through it too or they've gone through it too and it made more sense to me so same with this band and this album when I listen to it it's like okay I'm not alone with these issues or or like they're going through issues too you know you just you don't feel alone you feel like like you could I can relate, like they, they can relate to me or I can relate to them, you know, would you understand? I get that, but mm-hmm. with this album for me, it's like, right, these people are like pedophiles and they want me to come down to their level. That's no, it. stop like, it, stop it. That's no, it. I'm just Piggy, Sorry, you no, really got to, you got to pick lesser terms. I know, here, it was a terrible word. These people like, where I don't think, no one feels like this, but they're just like, you're like drowning and you're trying to grab people into the water with you. But Piggy, I'm like, I'm, I'm familiar with this band and I know that they've gone through their mental health issues. So when I listen to this, I'm first of all I listen to the music, but I I I'm also taking into account his mental health issues too, and it makes me kind of go, I, like when I I I talk about how you, you don't I don't really listen to the lyrics or whatever. Just hearing him scream and the music they make, I'm like, yeah. I've been there. I've been there. Uh, well, like lyrics to me is like almost like an answer. Where like I'm like, if they give you lyrics, you're like, all right, I can put myself in their shoes. Like this to me, like I've never because, just thought. Let me because, scream in my head. Because when I'm listening to this album, I'm not looking for the cure. I'm listening, going, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Piggy, do you do you know what the word catharsis is? Yeah, this is. Not- you know, you know how something is cathartic for somebody. Yeah. Uh, this is cathartic for Greg. But then go back to I don't want to go back to panic attacks. For me, like if well, like if I like if I'm having a panic attack, I want it to stop. And with this is kind of like enticing it on. Right, 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 right. Make it worse. But that's me. you. Exactly. But that's you. Exactly. And that's the, the and we've talked about this before in earlier episodes. It's part of the beauty of fucking music is it invokes different emotions in different people. Uh, let's, for example, to make this real simple, uh, let's take the Biggie album we did last week. There may be some people who listen to that and they get pumped up, they get jacked, they want to fuck shit up. And there may be people who listen to that and they get sad and they get introverted because they are thinking about what happened to Biggie and what he went through to write that music. Like everybody's emotional reaction 
direction of music is different. Now, that I being said, I can't even agree with that. With that, like that was a you couldn't do that with a Biggie album, but there is some albums you can do that. But like that was a bad example. Biggie album, you wouldn't get that way. Like so. So that being said, okay, and I've done my typical Jake thing here. I found the good, as you two like to point out. Jake can find the good in any piece of music. I'm not, you know, disagreeing with what Feldo, you know, let's take what Feldo said in chat. I'm with Biggie. This album makes me very anxious. And I even wrote in my notes, you can feel the anxiety, the panic, the hurt, the, and I wrote loss with a question mark because I don't know what he was going through mentally, you know, and a lot of other emotions. But what strikes me as very odd is, and this album offers no semblance of hope. No. And a, and a lot of music does, but this album just cuts you off at the fucking testicles and goes, nope, no more hope for you. Goodbye. Um, which it, that is where it starts bleeding into the punk genre because that is sometimes what punk music does is it kind of just goes, you know, fuck the world, fuck my life, fuck everything. I'm going to scream about it. You're going to listen to it. And that's how it is. Like, and even on that, it's, it's, I tried to explain it last week that, for example, with Piggy, like if he's feeling stressed or anxious, whatever, not anxious, but I mean, if he wants to vent, he'll, he'd like to punch a punching bag. Where for me, I like to put on headphones and just listen to music blaring. And with this album, for example, like after I listen to this album, I'm usually kind of feel like, right, I got that out of my system, you know? That's kind mm-hmm. of like, that's the kind Oh, why of... are your system though? Like, just like. What do you do? What, what do you get out of your system when you punch a punching bag? Like, but anger, yeah, like, exactly. like, 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 like. Are you screaming with them in your head? Like, yeah, how, like I said it to you months ago when, when I was mentioning Twenty One Pilots that when when I was one of the reasons I love Twenty One Pilots so much is because when the album came out Trench I would put that music on because I was fuming and I wanted to vent but instead of venting I was going for a walk and just listening to music to blare out my head but then I started listening to the lyrics and the songs and started kind of relating to it and by the time that album was over I was like oh I feel a lot better now so it's like Kind of do you like think meditation. it's just like, like do you think it's like you just want really loud music and kind of like you want less like lyrically no. you don't want any lyrics in it no, you just kind of want like I my way of venting like I don't vent to me I vent in my head whether that's healthy or not that's how I do it so music having that blaring in my head while my head goes through like a roller coaster of emotions or whatever I'm just screaming in my head but people can't see that you know. Yeah, and obviously, obviously, I'm not gonna go in too much of you in your past life, but knowing you as well as I know you, you talk a lot of your problems out. Yeah, with my friends and stuff. But like yeah. I mentioned before, with Twenty One Pilots as an example, it was on my lunch break from work. I've no one to talk to, so I'm just going for a walk, listening to music, and just venting in my head. Like, yeah, yeah, getting in your own head is not always the healthiest thing. But then again, hey, as I will tell the chat, and I said last week, none of us are mental health experts. Yeah, do not listen to a word and, we say. And I'm not saying oh, other people should do what I do, but that's how I cope. <laughs> Right. Now, I will throw some interesting facts out here for you guys that I found kind of unique, okay? And it was through a little bit of research that I found. Did you know that this entire album is written in the same key? No. The same musical key. They never changed it once. And they did it because there's so much disjointed sound in the noise rock. And every piece is so different from the drum to the vocal to the guitar, that playing it all in the key of A was their attempt to like mesh it together a little bit and form some kind of like cohesion. I found that very interesting because you will almost never find an entire album written in the same key. You won't ever find an orchestra. You won't find a band concert in a middle school band that's all played in a 
same key. The seventh graders, you know, 10 year olds are out there playing trumpets in different keys for different songs. Um, so that's really interesting. Mm. It's, but it's also, it, it, the way I describe it makes it sound lazy and it's not, that's not an easy thing to do to write everything in the same key with such a different sound in so many t- uh, and, songs. And that, that in itself kind of switches on what I was saying earlier is one of the reasons why I could see why the Irish times have listed as the number one album of all, Irish, number one Irish album of all times, the risk they took the band as in like they, they experimented, done, they broke the rules, you know, they, they done yeah. things differently. They didn't do it by the playbook. Yeah. The other very fucking weird thing that they did but very interesting is the singer who wrote all the lyrics used no pronouns yeah yeah i've seen that the entire and it had nothing to do with gay rights trans rights people's rights humans rights it just felt too pointed and accusatory to him it sounded yeah so i mentioned before last week that he basically had a mental breakdown yeah so we've all been there yeah so one of the things for him was when their first album came out, they're, they're, the band got a lot of attention. People were like, holy shit, look at this band. They're, they're like making a name for themselves. They're the, the next coming, you know, coming, second coming of Christ, you know. They're just, they, 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 they were just getting so much good feedback, you know. And obviously, I'm not saying that itself, caused, like, it, it, it didn't help his mental health, you know. So there was a lot of pressure on him. So, one of the things that he felt was that look when making this album he didn't want to be keep singing about himself and like there was a song in his one of his first albums like about his, one of his breakups you know and he has to sing that all the time is that healthy for some people for him it probably wasn't healthy he was reliving that over and over again you know so with this album he wanted to have songs that weren't so personal or at least make yeah. it not feel as personal Granted, uh, having to do that and then have the very first song of your album include audio of you having a goddamn but, panic. I had to stop. I have never skipped an album, but I had to stop that song. Like, I couldn't do it. It, it was working me up. And I was just like, nope, for the good of the Jake, we're going to put that away. Like, like I said, like, to me, when I listened to the album, it's almost like this, reading his journal or his diary. Yeah, yeah. Hey, to answer an earlier question you brought up, U2 has not done an album since 2017. Okay. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, so th- those little facts that Jake read, like that that has no, that you don't give a flying fiddlers about facts like that, right? No. So let me hear more about your feelings on the band and Piggy. Oh, no. I, I just have negative things to say, so I just, say they're just all I can say is they're no. not for me. No, we, we you have other things to say. Yeah, like we know this isn't your type of music, right? Yeah, and at the end of the day, a fucking band just for the sake of it, like. No, it's not shit on it for the sake of it. I want to hear what your real feelings are, and without filtering yourself for, and potentially hurting people's feelings, you know. And Tell again, me I couldn't call them pedophiles. <laughs> no, stop that. <laughs> yeah, let's not call them pedophiles a second time. But yeah, uh, yeah. Right, but like, why did you not like this album? Because it's just noise and it made you feel anxious. Everyone deals with their problems differently, and for me, I don't deal with my problems just shouting into someone else's face. That's... Okay, but with, uh, what I'm curious about is you were able to recognize the talent with Rory Gallagher, for example. Bearing in mind the facts in Jake said there, does that not make you go, oh, I can appreciate that? No. And He's like the just... first people to, in my opinion, they're probably the first, like one of the first people to do it, and just like 
maybe like in years time someone else will master it but like this to me was just like a bandit here on the streets like there were just no absolutely i couldn't think of any talent with them like i can name you 20 other people that are suffering from mental health and they're not making songs about it like again like i don't know what he's going through but for me i'm just the type of person that i'm not i'm asking my close friends and family for the voice i'm not broadcasting to the world yeah so you just have an issue with him broadcasting his thing publicly so i i'm just curious and i just think that's not my only issue. That's like probably my biggest issue at the minute. Yeah. But what are your other issues? I don't think the music. I just think like there's but no then, effort. Like when the music, like Greg was saying, like he's just kind of like cat hat in a mat, so, and he's just kind of like making words that make no sense to me to be edgy. Can I ask you a question, Piggy? Go on. Um, you don't like people talking about mental health in albums, but yet you've no problem with people talking about like. No, I do, I do like people talking about mental health and albums. Well, in a said, way, they're like... You said it there a second ago that you would prefer people to talk about it with their family and stuff like that rather than doing it publicly. Or do a song. Like, you don't need to make a whole album. That's a bit much to me. What's the difference between a song and an album? A song like, is kind of like... It'll kind of like... For me, it'll make me like everyone's going through it. Doing a whole album makes me feel like... Listen, forget your problems we're talking about my problems now here's a fucking 14 track album about it yeah because like they're it's like a book they're writing this book i don't want to read their book you don't but i do but i, I, I but I yeah when then you buy that no, book <laughs> no but my point is then so why 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 shouldn't they write a book about that one topic okay they should it. but they shouldn't be getting the accolades again okay. in your opinion yeah they should be like just kind of like like it's for like if you were meant to find it someone put it on to you and you found it and you got help from or like fantastic but like you uh, like like not you in particular like you're like if you like this music i wouldn't be re- i wouldn't say to jake listen jake i'm suicidal i want to kill myself this album kind of makes uh sense to why i want to do it maybe you should listen to it no like, it shouldn't be getting like and then the irish times he... giving it number one out of 50 no, like that was my opinion that's not what i'm saying is why other people oh no i'm not album. saying that but like they like, i don't think social media and stuff should be pushing like they do like our like the irish times saying like it, it, it should not know or be near the best album ever in the last 50 years i i i, I look I hear that. I just was a bit confused by your statement about making an album about mental health. So uh, that's what I wanted to discuss there. Okay, fair enough. Now, there's, that, like, there's definitely room for it, but like, that, like mental health is, to me is so like, people are on the fucking edge and that could genuinely, you know, people kill themselves for like, like for silly reasons that in your opinion could be, this could really hurt people if they're in like a certain space, headspace there. They're not ready to take this album on, like. But you could say the same about painting, and you like, an artist will draw a painting that can be, like, haunting, and someone might look at it and go, "Fuck me, I feel that." But and no then, one's gonna fuck you in a room with fifteen paintings, and you you swap a song, you're going like, "Oh my god, there's another one!" Like that's why I think the album was just too extreme. Okay, fair enough. I did fuck you in a room and make you look at this painting. So fair enough. Yeah, and like, put your headphones in. I was like, oh yeah. god. No, that's fair enough. But, yeah, no, like maybe it's like. But, yeah, no, I don't but know. other than me making you listen to this album, this band isn't making anybody listen to their album. If people choose to listen to it, that's up to them. Is this their first album? Second. What was the first album about? Well, like I already mentioned it earlier, it was kind of along the same kind of theme, but it was a bit more personal for them. 
See, like, and I get the idea because I listen to a lot of rappers and stuff that will have like that kind of couple of songs where like you're kind of like, well, usually you're emotionally invested with them. Where like I've never listened to an album where I felt felt like he was relating to my problems. Where this album, and I'm just going with what you saying, you can almost put yourself in his shoes. Like I don't, maybe but I don't it, like that. But as well, it was it's like I said earlier. It's it almost feels like I've just read his journal. Is another reason why I like it. Okay, no, yeah, no. Like, That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Now, Piggy, Piggy, if you if you may let me interject here, um, and, and I, I'm, and you you know I love you, but I'm, I'm not being an ass here. But you you have to remember that a lot of the statements that you just said, and a lot of the statements that Greg just said, uh, they can all be ended in, in my opinion, hmm. like you know this might not help somebody. You think this might cause somebody to have a worse breakdown. But then again, it might rescue somebody from jumping off a bridge. You think that this might be too much or it doesn't deserve this. But then again, in the music critic's eyes, maybe it does. Like it, A lot of this is all opinion. And, and here's the thing is mental health is such such a, a, a hard subject to ever take a grasp and take a stand and say something is either black or white. It, it, it doesn't work like that because when it comes to the way we're wired, we're all so different. And again, I feel like a fucking broken record, which is a funny analogy to use in a music podcast. But that's one of the things I find in the beauty of music is that everybody views it so differently. And that's one of the few things I like about people in general is that we're all wired differently. We're all mm. so different. And that's half the reason that we're all fun. If we all saw things the exact same way, God, would this be fucking boring? Not the podcast, just this fucking life. But like. It- as well, actually, I just kind of like want to like summarize or like make Piggy see. Okay, right. Okay. Um, before this album came out, so they had their first album, right? Um, but I mentioned that he went through a mental breakdown thing, so they they had a concert planned that I was due to go to, but then they had to cancel that, because uh, like he publicly said, "Look, I'm like uh, the band have cancelled the gig. We're going on a indefinite hiatus." Um due to your man's struggles right so like four years later it was like oh shit their twitter feed hasn't been updated in four years and stuff like that you know people were like oh shit we're never gonna get to see them live again you know so then one day like they just tweeted or whatever saying like gig this date or whatever and people were like holy shit the band are actually back so it was one of those things that fans of the band were before the next gig was announced were actually just genuinely like hoping that your man was okay um because people were kind of fearing like shit like I hope things didn't get too dark for him you know because yeah. the first album did he incredible. never talk about his mental health issues well, he, he, I, I don't no, know no true song like I don't know I, I, I wouldn't have read much anyways myself but like I know I mentioned before that one of their gigs where all the, the funds were given to um, Pieta House which is a charity in Ireland for mental health issues which me and you were familiar with but they had a, a gig where they invited other Irish bands to it as well like I said, all proceeds went to that mental health charity. Um, so it's not as if he shied away from the topic, but I, I personally haven't read any interviews about him talking about it. But that's just because I wouldn't really read many interviews anyways. Mm. But anyways, so by the time this album came out, people were actually just hoping that he was okay, um, let alone hoping to get more music from him, you know? So by the time this album came out, it was like, fuck, he's, he's doing great, and we're getting a new album, happy Hold days. on, when this album came out, you think he's doing great? No, I'm saying, 
like, doing better he, than he was. He's doing healthy enough that he can record music again because people were just fearing for his life. Like, oh, um, fair enough. Well, when this album, this album to me is like depression meets a fucking cliff. I'm like, I'm not taking all. He's doing great. So no, here's a, sometimes sorry. you just have to get that depression out, though. Yeah. But to me, the, you can like you live with depression for the rest of your life. It's not something that'll just be like, right, whoo, gone. Yeah, Never so, coming back. But this is one thing I did read about. It's like when he was struggling, his mom was like, just just right, just right. Yeah, um, yeah, an outlet just to get yeah. the shit out. So that's yep. obviously what he was doing while he was struggling. And then part of the outcome of that was the album, you know? Yep. I'm more like, like and this is just how I'm wired. I'm more, I'd rather sit down with this bloke one to one and ask him a few questions to learn about his mental health rather than listen to you know what? Him. Because I feel like he's on, the, he's still on the fucking cliff here. He might yeah. do that with your piggy ass. The, yeah, give no, me a because the band, the band, they, they're a lot of tongue in cheek as well. Though, so if you were to sit down with him, you'd probably just have a laugh with him. He probably wouldn't even discuss it with you. He'll probably just have a bit of banter with you. Most people who have high end anxiety, depression, panic attacks, they, they're not the people that are going to sit down and just open up about it. They're like Greg said, they're the people who are going to sit down and just act like life is normal because some semblance of normalcy is what makes life feel balanced again. And making this album screaming into that microphone was his sense of normalcy. And he shared that experience with us, which is strange, but beautiful. But, Musically, it is just goddamn noise. Yeah, well, it's nice rock. It is nice rock. I know, but man, and I've listened to some hard fucking shit in my life. Like, but that was just—it's very disjointed from a musical standpoint. And and I know that's their point. I know that's what they were going for. They didn't want to play any normal. You know, drum lines. The bassist didn't want to play normal, you know, cohesive bass lines. Like they even stated, like their whole point was to be cohesive but disjointed at the same time. Like, and, and what about you, Jake? Then, how, like, let me hear. I, I was kind of I touching on Piggy for a bit there. So, like, mm-hmm. like you you mentioned there the fact that it's noise, and I remember months ago you said that Slipknot can sound like noise, but it's music. Mm-hmm. Can yes. You, can you hear the music in this as well? I'm sure. Oh yeah, can. absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I can tell that they never changed the key. I had to the the pronoun thing. I had to look up, which came along with me looking uh, up if they actually never changed keys. But I can hear that they never changed keys. I can hear him singing. I don't like his voice. I think he sounded like um, the front man of No Effects if he had smoked two packs of cigarettes a day for the last forty five years. Um, I just didn't care for his voice, but I can hear the musical quality. That fucking drummer, which I feel like this is like the third out of five weeks I've said this about a drummer. Like that fucking drummer is probably the most skilled musician out of all of them. Like to keep the weird, erratic, off-tempo, pulsating, like loud on a hi-hat, soft on a snare, barely touching a bass with a rumble, like to keep all of these different things going in, in a very non-traditional way really speaks to the quality and talent of that drummer. Like the, the, the singer may have been the heart of this band or may be the heart of this band. Cause he's still alive and he may be what everyone hears, but I don't ever think that drummer should be overlooked. But even, um, even when I, like I've seen them live twice and it's one of those things that my eyes were never on the singer. Well, obviously they were, but I mean, mm-hmm. 
I just couldn't take my eyes off the rest of the band just because each single member was incredible, you know, and like you're you're in a room where this is blaring and like if if Piggy hated this with his headphones on, imagine how much he'd hate it live. But for me as a fan, when I was there live, it was just incredible hearing them, you know. But anyways, what my point there was while you were saying that the singers are heart of the band or whatever, when you're seeing them live, everybody is equally as brilliant as each other in my opinion. Which is great when it comes to a band of powerful musicians and highly skilled musicians. And I know this kind of like backtracks on what I just said about the drummer, but these guys, as talented as they are, they are still at heart punk musicians. And punk mm-hmm. musicians, I swear to God, I, this is going to come back to haunt me in 200 episodes or something. But <laughs> Punk musicians don't tend to care too much outside of the bass player. Punk bass players are a whole different ball game. They don't care too much about the technical aspect of the music they're playing as much as they care about getting the the noise across um, in a unique and powerful way. And that works as a cohesive unit. But when you have something like this, where each of them kind of feel like individuals it does kind of make it feel disjointed. It kind of makes it just not feel like it completely melds together like you want music to, which, you know, I know you love this album. I know you love this band, but I'm sure that there are things like that that you also hear where it's like, okay, there's some times where you're kind of like, this music is a little off compared to like... Like like you said earlier, it's time and a place, you know? Like, yeah. you wouldn't see me on a summer's day sitting down for a barbecue, oh, put on girl bands, you know? Yeah, no, God, no. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Show up for a barbecue, walk out back to Piggy's. Piggy's like, hey, Drake, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're barbecuing, and you got girl band blasting. But, but as well, like, one thing I wanted to touch on for me is this band, this is just my opinion only, but this band to me is almost like nine inch nails times a hundred. So nine inch nails have become quite artsy themselves as well. Mm-hmm. First of all, the music, but also the shows they put on, you know? So, yeah. and when I say times a hundred, I mean, it's like you just said, right, let me hear a nine inch nails song and they turn everything up volume wise, exaggerate the guitars a bit more, exaggerate the drums a bit more and, and do a bit more screaming, you know? So they just kind of remind me of nine inch nails just, on crack yeah on crack exactly like they these people sound like they're at least the fucking singer sounds like he's on some kind of methamphetamine i i and i get his mental health is weak in in a, in a sad state even when he's writing this and he's trying to get it off his chest so maybe he was fucking cranked up on meth who knows like well i'll shit. tell you now first of all he's <laughs> no and um, for for anyone who's listening or watching the Twitch, like He's not a meth addict or a pedophile, or as you mentioned. <laughs> um, well, he's mentally saying, ill. I, mean, we, he like, had a I will. Break. I will have to edit out this podcast because we're saying a lot of stupid things that we shouldn't be saying. But like, no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying that. It sounds like he's cranked up on methamphetamines. Like I know, it, I just don't want people to be coming out saying, "Why are they saying that?" Is there rumors? There are no rumors about anything. We're just saying stupid things in the heat of the moment. Um, no, I, I. How do I express the amount of energy he's giving out without saying he's on some kind of drugs? Like it sounds like rampant raw energy that you yeah. would literally. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that he's out there hooting fucking hog legs of meth. Like obviously, like 
kids here, I'm the one saying that he's not on meth. Okay, I'm just making a comparison. Yeah. There. No, no, now just, you don't need to edit the podcast. Yeah, yeah, grand, grand. So cool. But yeah, yeah I've so done, I've done a lot of talking about the album, so I'll let you two continue talking there for a minute. I mean, Piggy, I, I guess I have to ask you the thing I ask you every time you kind of you you feel like this about an album. Was there, and I swear, don't say the fucking end because I'll smack you. Was there anything you liked about the album? Was there anything that stuck out that was kind of just like, oh, that was neat, you know? Genuinely, no. Okay, so that actually says something because you even found some shit with Ween that <laughs> you didn't like. So I guess the question that Greg was going to ask you that I kind of want to know, so I'll ask it. Would you listen to this album again or would you listen to Ween the Mollusk again? Like, it depends on how I wanted to end my life. Like, that's, <laughs> like if I wanted to be kind of painful and like more than, than I deserve, then I'd listen to this album. If I wanted to go quickly, it'd be Ween. No, so, that's right. I... I feel like i need to read out these uh tweets or the, these whatsapp messages for the the, the twitch and the podcast oh, yes. while you bring that up I'll, I'll read some i'll read some uh comments while you bring that up uh butter says uh i find they also tend to try and help others because they know the pain and suffering of mental health that's very fair a lot of people who are in that situation do tend to do the same thing they put others before themselves um because to see what <laughs> don't, don't put me next time i'm only messing <laughs> now feldo says yeah what greg said i greg has said a lot of things and we we're a little yeah. behind on the chat so you might have to let us know but yeah so yeah yeah so people don't feel alone a lot of this music is made so people everybody needs someone who feels at that same wavelength as them do you know Especially, what? Actually, since Felder said that, Jake, do you know what I feel like they've done? They've gone to this, such an extreme that no one can fucking feel alone. Because they're like, if you feel like this, look what I like. Their their music is so insane to me that I was like, no one can ever be in that. Like, not even no. This man never spoke to me a day in his life. But I feel like he must be. He's going alive to still, Piggy. That's gone. Like that, I couldn't even contemplate because his music is just like, it's so like. The reason, like, his music is panic attack to me. Like, there's no panic attack that I could ever experience that's like his music is. Like, he's gone, like, to the depths of fucking hell to show it, like. Yeah, and and, and for our listeners, and, and this is, you know, we've talked about this before, all three of us, as cool as cucumbers as we may seem to all of you out there in the internet world, <laughs> uh, all three of us do suffer from some kind of mental health issue or, you know, or we all have all three of us have experienced anxiety issues and panic attacks. Like we understand to an extent where this gentleman is coming from. It's, We're not talking on this as experts by any fucking means, but we talk from experience and, and real life experience. It's it's a struggle being this good looking. It is. I mean, I've seen you in real life. I I thought you were three inches shorter than me until I saw you at the airport the first time and almost shit my pants. Um, just, but that's, just my camera is just a little bit higher than yours. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It's a simple fix, Jake. <laughs> you just, if you bump your camera over, it makes you look taller. It's okay, a simple fix. So I'll, so, ju- I'll get off the airplane and jump up next time. <laughs> so please WhatsApp message last night. Listening to the album now, and if I keep going, this will be the worst music I've heard in my life. So I'm going to stop at six to seven songs in, and maybe maybe you need to be sober to listen to it. I don't know. I'll let you know. Um, then a few messages later, I said, um, maybe listen keep to Keep going, it. Greg yeah, says. Okay. So I said, yourself, basically. keep listening, or maybe listen to it sober to see which is a better experience. And he goes, 
Um, I sorry, I said, see if sober helps, and he goes, it won't. I can keep. I can't keep going on with this idea of we picking all of them each week. I need someone else to blame, or even a poll. Maybe we can find the. <laughs> Um, but then I think he's reach... trying to blame you, Chad. I know. He's trying to get you to pick the album so he can blame Feldo you. Feldo would never pick this. So oh, Piggy God. then said, uh, let me find it here. What was the message? Um, oh, did I delete that one? I'd get it up if he did. <laughs> um, I remember what I said. No, something about throwing myself at the window. Yeah, I can't find that message. I'll get it up. Listen, don't worry, lads. Just Greg's trying to try to save me from myself, but no, I will come full circle, which is. Oh Lord, these two. I Goose said... Moose, yes, uh, Piggy. I swear to God, I'll make you listen to an entire goddamn album of Goose Moose if you fucking let Feldo pick it. I will convince Feldo to pick that album. I actually love Goose Moose. I'm saying this very wrong. Did you delete your message, Piggy? No, I said, I'm laying no. in bed on song number five, Greg. I have my headphones in. If I had the strength, I'd throw myself out the window. Where actually being Irish, what other talents do they have? <laughs> other than being Irish, ladies and gentlemen, Piggy considers just Greg, the... Jake said, save it for tomorrow, you madman. Greg told me I had to listen to them with headphones on to drown out the sound of oncoming traffic as I approach it. <laughs> you were hammered last night as a as a preface to all of yeah. this. No, it wasn't even that bad, boys. Honest to God, I'd admit I wasn't even that bad. It was like I was lying in bed right at like twelve, one o'clock in the morning. I had maybe about five uh, five bottles into me, and I tried to listen to it before going to sleep. And that's when I was like, I genuinely want to kill myself now. Like, so, what did I say? It was other than stuff than that. Right. But that's music, Piggy. It invokes different emotions and different people. But like that's what I'm saying with Greg. Like Greg's drowning, fair enough, and he's in the river, and I'm like, Greg, do you need a hand? He's like, get in the river beside me. He's like, no, Greg, I'll just throw you this dinghy. Get in the fucking river. I'm like, oh, you Greg, shut please. the, you shut the fuck up, and you get in the river with your. Like friend. Greg wants, Greg wants me in the coffin beside him. Like that's genuinely what he wanted. Like, poor people, shit, poor man. people, Greg. You know what I mean? Oh, Lord. So, so I said, hold on, can I get, can I keep on with the message? Sure. No, 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 no. I just didn't no, know no. if you wanted to read on. Stop said, reading our I'm, private chat. I'm going to bed now. I hope the Lord takes me for something greater than this life. Goodbye for now. Our viewers are also dead. Good morning. That was a little joke, Feld. You know the way I did that? So, then I said, next, one more last one. Unfortunately, Lord has granted me another day for my sins. And that was how we woke up today. Questions? No, I just was thinking, do you want to share the news then? Or or will we keep that for a different day? What? Oh, I'd like you to share it for me, Greg. You, you like giving the press the news. I'd like you to share it for me. No. Right, so um, after listening to this album, <laughs> I wake up every day. Sorry, um, oh, and an album is very clever. I like that. Piggy was kind enough to inform us that he um, would no longer like to be a, a member a of this week's album. album. A um, full time. Well, uh, come on, let me do the dramatics here, guys. Sorry, <laughs> so Piggy announced he no longer wants to be a part of this week's album. That album has ruined the firm. So after a lot of conversation back and forth, we managed to convince him to stay on board with it. It's just a case that he doesn't want to be a permanent member, full-time member, doing it each week. Going forward, P would like to only participate in conversations about albums that he thinks he will enjoy and not shit like this, as he put it. Yeah, no, but you know what the problem is? Because like, like, I feel like I'm going to just like... I know you You kind of always need someone that can kind of talk negatively about the album and you just will miss that without me, but like, just, like, there's no point me being here where I can't like Jake brings like education where I'm like yeah I didn't like it it wasn't for me 
I didn't agree with that. Yeah, I didn't get that from it at all. Like, like, there's, uh, I've nothing really to offer. I'm P, just, I have nothing to offer. I just share my shitty opinions. But you're sharing this fucking monstrosity of music to me. <laughs> you have a lot to offer. So, I will say this. You should never sell yourself short. While you might not have the music opinion that Greg and I have on an overarching large-scale amount of genres, while you may be very specific, never doubt that, like, the interaction that you give our chat doesn't matter. You, you do a lot whether you think you bring a lot or not and we'll give you a couple weeks to think about whether you want to come back to permanency we're going to give you a little break i know you're a little burned out but like it, we're never going to let you just like float around forever you're gonna you're gonna come back you have to commit <laughs> you like to have the monstrosity music and uh, you know i just i like i need something i'm excited about like because like in fairness because greg you haven't been here for a while but like when it was me and jake it was kind of like, right, I'm picking an album I like, Jay picks an album he's like, and it's like, right, we're not really, like, I'm picking music I know that I'm going to enjoy. Jay's picking music he knows he's going to enjoy. I'm like, right. Hey, I, I gave you them. albums you liked. You had nothing but good things to say about the albums I gave you. No, you get, like, that's what I mean, Jake. Like, me and you were just kind of like, when you pick, like, I think we need, I just think I need a new structure. If I picked an album, like, what me and you kind of done last week, where I pick... I give you like maybe five albums of a genre that I think you like. So just because like I'm not just completely outcasted, like I feel like any like there's one in a hundred I might be like that wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Sure, but no, like I... I've never listened to any album that you have given me. I've never gone back and listened to it a second time, and I can't imagine I ever will. To be honest, I, I, I haven't listened to many albums back. I also don't believe you because I'm pretty sure the moment I give you the Trans-Siberian Orchestra album that has the actual talking parts between the songs that you'll probably go back and listen I to that album. I can guarantee you I won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely won't. Like, I just, Why I'm, didn't more rappers sample Beethoven, man? I'm not the biggest music lover. Like, I like what I like, but I'm not like... I, know, I knew this before I started the podcast. I'm not like one that, like you, were like, oh, I like... I can't see it. Like, if I don't like the music after like three songs, I'm like, right, that's not for me. Like, I can't like learn to like music. Well, maybe, sure, no. that kind of thing. Like, maybe. But see, I think that's something that you came to a conclusion a few weeks back was. That, oh no, I've had this conclusion before we even started. No, I'm saying the conclusion you came to was that you're no longer going to try and listen to every album from start to finish. Yeah, yeah, and that's how it's going to start, Greg. Until I'm, I don't want to half arse it either. Would like to listen to the album? Nope. It's fine. You sure, need but... you need a break. It's okay. But it's also enjoyable because, like, like we can hear, like the anger. No, no, it, like, it's, it's fascinating to hear other perspectives other than just me and Jake saying, "Yeah, we like this album." We can hear why you didn't like the album, and others can probably relate to that as well. Like, I'm sure nobody could relate to me on this album, and everybody could relate to you on this album. I mean, I honestly can't relate to you on this album. I find the good in every album, but this is still not. Not a great album, in my opinion. Like, it just is what it is. Like, Best Irish album of all time, Jake. Yeah, but it's not for everyone. But like, like I was saying, you know, it's fine. We'll give you a, we'll give you a, your your little break here. But and you can read the chat, like everyone's saying. Like, you bring a lot to the dynamic. You bring a lot to the table. You know, we'll we'll expect you back. Let's put it that way. Oh no, like I definitely will. Like that's what I mean. Like if an album comes up, that like because. I'm still waiting for that hidden gem where I listen to, like, obviously Michael Jackson, but, like, who does, like, if Greg picked Queen next week, I'd be like, right, classic. Jake's album. picking this week's album. Yeah, I am. How do you know I didn't pick Queen? Yeah, how do you know, know I, how do you know I didn't sit here last night and go, hmm, should I be the one who picks a Pink Floyd album and piss Greg off, or no? 
<laughs> Julian said it doesn't bode well for the Irish. <laughs> oh, we hate the Irish. Uh, Goddamn Irish. Fucking can't make music right. as a fucking noise. And so no, it's it'll it's just be a little the fact that I just I feel like I'm definitely like I'm repeating this. I I see myself repeating like well like when you ask me a question I'm in the last like four weeks I've repeated myself at least five times and I just don't want to do. I that. wasn't here for four weeks so Jay. I know, but you were. But like when me and Jake were asking questions, like. <laughs> It was all, it's I'm always not a great host, 10. Okay. It's not made for me. It's always the same stuff. And I feel like I don't want the podcast to be like, people be like, oh, but he's just going to say it's not made for him. It's a, yeah, it's good. It's four out of 10. I just don't want to, like, I want to bring something more than that. Like, if an album's good, I'd like to come on. But there's so much music out there. And I understand that. And like, I'm, again, I'm not the biggest music lover. Like, yeah. so I know, like, 90% of music isn't for me. Like, right. Yeah. So, so let, let's get close to wrapping this up, right? So, right. what would you rate the album? Peggy, just get it over with. A one, because they made it. Greg? Uh, seven. So, this is a four. Um, but I will say this, as I say this is a four. Um, I would like to listen to that first album. The first album had. is incredible. I would like to see the difference between his pre-mental health issues and his... Oh, no, there's, there's no Oh, no, no, there's issues. mental health there. Do you know what <laughs> yeah, say? anyway, you know what I mean. Can I, can, sorry, can I give them a quote? Feldo, you love this quote. Can I give them a quote? This is what he told me. If you didn't kill yourself in the second album, you'll kill yourself in the first so, <laughs> so, that being said, there will be a couple weeks coming forward. We won't have Piggy. Piggy might join us for the pregame. Piggy might join us for the after show. Or be in Twitch, like watch it, great. Or like be chilling in Twitch. Piggy like, will be in Twitch. Around, and, like, and for I'm anyone who's it. wondering, Piggy's not bailing entirely. He did, and none of us said this, but he did say in the chat himself that you know he will listen to every week's album still. So like, I just want to say, yeah, Feldo gave the album two out of ten. He likes yeah. his music without anxiety attacks. Yeah, me too. I I don't. Ruma like has a Feldo never had anxiety until he listened to this album. This is the first album I've ever skipped a song on. Um, and it, it was number one. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I almost skipped Shoulder Blades too. But Piggy oh, will that's be my back. Favorite guys. song on the album. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll get into this in the after show. Well, come here, right? So pick your album, Jack. For next, well, I might, I might, I might even be fucking off. If Jake's album's good, I might come back next week. No, well, I, just... I think you actually might like my album. Yeah, me, like to see I was it. actually just going to say, so just as a reminder about Piggy's situation. So Piggy's not leaving us. He's just going to pick and choose which episodes to come on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. And he'll be here for the pre show and he'll be here for the after party really? and he'll be in Twitch chat. Every, yeah, why every the f- week? Will you pick No, that's up to us whether you let him into the chat or not. No, I, I just don't know if Piggy wants to be getting to the pre like will it feel like a chore for Piggy having to show up to the pre show if he's not gonna be there for the Well, chat? not the pre show, but he'll be here for the after party probably. But anyway, we'll We'll hash that shit out and fall. Listen, guys, at the end not YouTube, but chat, at the end of the day, the three of us are just we're good friends and we're gonna talk one way or the other. So Greg? Yes. Where where to from here, my friend? Yeah, the next week's album, so you're gonna pick the album. Jake. So I I got given the task at, I don't know, five o'clock yesterday to figure out a theme, a one-off, one-week theme, and uh, pick the album for it. So I went back to the original I, I, the original theme that Greg gave me when I first joined and kind of played off of that. So the original theme when I joined was the perfect album to listen to going down Route 66. Um, Greg was basically getting out what's a good road trip album for classic Americana. 
And I really liked that because that fits my wheelhouse very well. And I realized that come Friday, it's the last day of winter. Saturday is the first day of summer. So Wednesday, when we do this, it'll be four days into summer. It'll be our first summer album. So I've decided to do the perfect album. Well, not perfect. That's a hard word. A good album to listen to on a summer day. Quitting your cross. Um, and uh, what'd you say? Quitting your cross. Day. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, I went through, I'll tell you the two I didn't pick. So I did not, and they were on my list. I narrowed it down from three. I did not pick Damian Marley's Welcome to Jamrock, <laughs> even though it's a real good album. Um, and the next two are really hard. So I actually, and I was talking to Gray about this earlier, uh, Gray Julian in the chat, I almost picked the album Sublime by Sublime. Mm. Okay. And the, uh, there was two reasons for that one. And it's a great summer album, but it also shows a good representation of the other side of the, the punk genre. Yeah, I like Sublime. Sublime are good. I love Sublime, yeah. Um, but what I went with is kind of interesting. I have a friend, um, a lot of you know, I distill vodka on the weekends to help a buddy out who owns a small business. His dad um, was a producer in the music industry for a long time, and he loves to just he'll walk us out back from the bar or the distillery and he'll um, just play albums on his, on his car and make us listen to them. And he hit me up with this one and I didn't know the name of the band. I did not know the album, but I knew two of the songs off of it. And I was like, this tells me that I need to listen to more of this album. So while I was doing a little bit of research uh, for good summer albums. This exact album popped up on right. a list. Okay, and I, and I stopped. So it's another band from the '70s. You guys know I like my older groups. Like I'm, I, I, I like more modern music, but I also I appreciate the roots of where music came from for our current genres. So it's a band from the '70s. It's a UK band. Oh, the Kinks. It, nope. It's a group that plays a style of music we've never. It's a genre we've never done, which also, as you both know, I'm very big about. Um, I want to try to cover as many genres as we can. We've never done this genre. 70s. Um, British band. Okay. Give me more hints. Okay. Uh, summertime. Summertime. So, and they have a song that I guarantee you most people around the world could uh, sing the lyrics to once they heard it, but they probably couldn't tell you the name of the song or the name of the band. Okay. Any more hints? I'm liking this. Uh, yeah, we'll call it, it... I'll tell you the genre even. It's a glam rock album. Oh my god. And I don't know if I agree with these people being labeled glam rock. I think they're more just classic rock at this point as we okay. understand more what glam rock really is. Uh, ELO? Ain't... No. Okay, you ready? Um, oh, don't pick rockin' all over the world. What's the name Too of that late. band? What's the name of that band? I fucking hate that band. What's, who was it? I don't know. No, what album did you pick? What band? Oh, so this week we're going to be listening to the album Electric Warrior by the band T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah. So I had never really known that I would never listened to any of other T-Rex music. I mentioned mentioned them a few weeks ago in in the podcast. And I have purposefully not touched this album since I listened to a few songs in the parking lot of the distillery with the guy. And I am so excited 
Fantastic this album. album. Great album. So, Piggy, have you? Do you know T Rex? Never heard of her in my life. This... So they're the bang a gong. I I sang their song on one of our podcasts. I drown you out every yeah. podcast. The song I sang was "I Was Dancing Since I Was." Yes. Dead. I don't know, boys. Genuinely, so, I wouldn't even take the piss. I don't know either of the songs you should have sang to me. There. So there, you, there you go. Right the womb. Next week's album is gonna be uh, "Electric Warrior" by T Rex. Yeah. I Let me just, look them up. I just real quickly. The reason why I mentioned them in a few, a few episodes ago is because I was saying that. Their album is fantastic to listen to on surround sound. Just, oh, nice. Just, like, or even with headphones on, just the production is fantastic. Cool. I'm excited. <laughs> if Greg ever tells me to listen to an album on the headphones again, I'm like, no, no, I can't do it again. Great no, I'm, I'm very excited for this. So mm-hmm. I hope yeah. everyone else is too. Nice. And then, um, by the way, I won't be joining the after show. I have a housemate who does be asleep right now. So I'm going to let... Piggy possibly do the Zoom and do an after show if you're okay with that? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good for a little bit too. So Perfect. You Jake, want me to wanna, uh, wind it up? That's yeah. fine. You you want me to do what I do? Yeah, do the outro, baby. All right, brother. Hey, everyone. Thank God we're back to normal for one week and then Piggy's gone. But thanks for stopping by, really. And our Spotify, our anchor, and everyone else listeners, we really appreciate the continued support, even through this odd little juxtaposition of how things have been. Greg's back. Piggy will be around, and you're never going to get rid of me. So, hey, this week's album that we listened to was The Talkies by Girl Band. And uh, next week's album, give it a listen. It's Electric Warrior by T-Rex. And we look forward to talking with you all next week. If you haven't yet follow us on our social media it's this week's album pretty much anything you can find and really if you want more greg you want more piggy you want a little less jake stick around for the after show here on twitch we're gonna do some more drinking and we're gonna hang out for a bit we love you all and we'll see you next week